Welcome, travelers, to the Young Black Travelers Podcast. My name is Ainsworth Gordon. Today we'll be with Troy Visuals and Philip Grant. We'll be talking about Toronto a little bit and also LA. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to the Young Black Travelers Podcast. Today we have a special guest. I got Philly with me and I got Troy Visuals in the cut. Troy, what is going on? Yo, nothing much, man. Just surviving. Pandemic, mm. keeping creative, uh, positive as well, and taking the time to learn new things that you know I never had the time to learn when I was, you know, busy. Uh, but in other words, though, I can say that a lot of uh, positive stuff has happened out of it. Is um, start to see the equality with people. You see a lot more artists coming out um, in the city, so that has been such a mm-hmm. you know a very uplifting thing to see. Mm-hmm. So that's a, uh, I can say I've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. This whole like pandemic thing, how you been like holding up, bro? Like, um, yo, I've been holding up good. I'll mm-hmm. tell you the honest truth. Um, like I said, it's the best time to learn something new. So, yeah. if you are, you know, currently unable to work and you know you're at home, you don't know what to do. You've always had things that you've always wanted to do. So I would say this would probably be the best time to, you know, sit down and 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 reflect on things that you want to learn about. You know what I mean? Things that could probably help you in the long run. I mean, long run, that could change your, your you know, your career perspective. You know, if you hated your job before, by you learning something new now can probably open a door for you that can get you a bit um, higher than what you're currently at. So I, I, I highly recommend that to anybody who's, you know, in this pandemic. If it's artistic, law, whatever the hell it may be. I mean, this whole, you've been quarantined for how long? Maybe like two months? What have you been doing to kind of like, you know? Kill the time. Uh, to kill the time, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Cod has been taking over my life. It's a war zone thing. I was bro, a fan, fan but then, like, once, once that came out with Cod, bro, the, the whole Battle Royale thing, I was yeah. like, nah, I feel you on the Cod thing, so I lick up it. But other than that, um, uh, been, I've been working. I was, I was laid off for like, the first month, yeah, I was laid off pretty much, but yeah. And then, like, you know, I was kind of salty, but then the ceremony came in. Like, All know, right, uh, let's get a little giddy. Uh, somebody's like, yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like this whole thing happening, it goes to show, like, when we, when we go to work or we like go work out at the gym, like, mm-hmm. do not take it for granted because you never know when, just like that, it's gone. You know what I mean? True, true facts. Um, I don't know. I've been, I've been playing games like the whole. Two months, but like, I, like usually I work full time, so like I never have a chance to like go on a game because I would be sleeping or busy doing something, you know. But um, with this, I'm playing Call of Duty still, yeah, just playing playing Warzone. Do whatever. You have PS4? Nah, bro. I, that is very disrespectful. The Xbox is not in my household. <laughs> what? Microsoft. And if you want to talk about other gaming topics, gaming PC. Microsoft gaming PC. Nah, I'm sorry. See, guys that need to sit together and look like this are PS4 guys, you know? Xbox guys sit on We have PS4s because all men have PS4s. That's why everybody wants to be in the same category. Who do you play with? Who do you play with? with? Don't worry, I play some men outside of Canada. Play people from Korea, play people from the States, you know? So, you know what I mean? I'm being with you guys. You guys have your own little cult. I have a cult. This guy's a cult. Don't okay. worry. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so Troy, mm-hmm. so tell me more about um, what you do in the city. Um, give me hobbies. Hobbies, okay. Uh, so yeah. you're working on right now? Definitely hobbies. I'm working on right now. I'll get into that a bit. It's still work in progress. 
Um, but what I do is, well, one, I used to work for Samsung. Right now, going back within the government, um, yeah. more towards uh, youth, mm-hmm. uh, youth courts. I'm trying to really get back into to kind of see where the generation is at right now. Um, what I do on the side as a hobby is I do photography. Most of my photography um, is in two platforms. One is what I love to do the most, which is uh, scenery shots. So if it's city shots, things that I like, if it's advertisement work, um, say if it's a coffee shop and, you know, I like the image of the shop itself, you know, I normally would take a picture. And with that picture, I would upload it to my to, to my page, of course, which is more personal to me. But I would also print out that photo and hand it over to the owners. So it's in the sense of, like, you know, a gift back in return. And that's also your local photographer that mm-hmm. keeps in mind that these are people who acknowledge your business and admire what you have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my other segment of my, my photography work is working with a lot of local artists. Um, I find that Toronto has a very lack with, you know, support with local artists. Now, I will say that that was within 2019, 2020. I have seen a, big of, a bit of a change. Even during this pandemic, I've seen a change. So I won't talk too negative on that part. But um, in the sense of uh, my work, yes, working with local artists is my biggest thing because you, you have the ability to, one, show the world the work that, is being done within the city. And a lot of people on my social feed are all international. And not all of them have the opportunity to see what the city has to offer. So I don't really focus on one category where it's only hip-hop and et cetera. I focus on all categories. It could be hip-hop, it could be artists, it could be graffiti artists, it could be any BMX or skaters. Because people I meet within the city who are international are also skaters, BMXers, photographers. So it it draws an attraction. And then when they see these photos as well, it also opens up a door where it's like, hey, you know what? Hey, Troy, I have an event coming up. You want to do a shoot over there? Now, it's not even about the money. It's the fact that I get to meet people. people. So my work has been, I can say, pretty successful. There's ups and downs to things because photography is not not an easy, how would I say, career. But it's probably the easiest hobby. And I can get more into that, you know, <laughs> down the road, you know, no, give you some cool. rundowns. No, that's good. No, definitely what you said about Toronto yeah. being, like, diverse and just meeting people. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, we, everyone's here. We got every, like, Indians, Chinese, everybody lives here mm-hmm. now, right? So it's very multicultural. Exactly. So yeah. you doing that definitely is a huge thing for the city for sure, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, your hobbies, like, what do you do um, besides <laughs> photography? Oh, Lord. Like, do you, I, I know you skateboard, obviously, down on the street all the time. Oh, yeah, you see me. You're not good, but I mean, yeah. hey, oh, you, oh, you, you, you do your tips. <laughs> oh, the man, oh, you know what? We'll you should skateboard too, though. You should skateboard too, no? Nah, skateboarding was, yeah, that was my thing. So, yeah, high school? Like, early high school? Yo, I think that was every black man's thing. In not me, I was playing basketball. That's sad. Not a person. Well, the black kids that actually wanted to learn music. Excuse my language, I'm sorry. But the black people actually want to learn new things, new crafts. But you know what I'm getting at. But yes, skateboarding, yes, um, I do. Yes, I'm not the best. But not in his, not in Ainsworth's words, you know. He can't even get on a board, right? <laughs> <laughs> he wears Nikes and hops on the skateboard. Oh, okay. okay uh, word, word. Um, He's a cool guy. <laughs> Skyrise proof for everything. Yeah, yeah, I wear Puma, just throwing it out there. There's a history behind that. But if you guys ever want to know, you can always This guy's the biggest out here. <laughs> He's, He's not even Jamaican. He's not even Jamaican, bro. You know, I'm happy you got that right. I am Jamaican, but I'm Bayesian as well. So Barbados, you know, lots of my Bayesian people out there, mm. we are sweet. We, we are recognizable. We're out there. Yes. We have an island. We have food. Yes, we don't have restaurants, but we have food. Mm. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. hobbies now. So I do skateboard. I longboard. I BMX. Uh, Pennyboard? Huh? Pennyboard? You know, that is the original. I give that credit. But Toronto is still a side street. So I will not ride a pennyboard in Toronto. I did for the, for, for the first time. I rode a pennyboard in Toronto. And the first time I got my, my cuts. Mm. 
unfortunate. Yo, it's sad. Trust me, it's a sad story. Going down young, potholes hit you, you know, you look cool and things, and boom. Just like, like that. much. Gone. Yeah. So. Any, like, freak accidents before, like, where you're, you know, you need to scratch up? Um, I've had a lot. BMX, I've had a lot. Skateboarding and longboarding. I've had a lot of longboarding when I was in Los Angeles as well, so I've had a lot. Um, the most, I'd say the biggest injury I've had was in L.A. That's what kind of made me stop longboarding and skating for a while. I was, we were doing a downhill, downhill race near Malibu. Mm. Just off the coast of Malibu, actually. And, um, yeah, lost control of the board. The back trucks were a bit loose, so I tried to hang a corner and lost control and flew off the board. And front, uh, stomach first on the ground, shoulder hit into a rail, dislocated that. And then after that, my mom said, yo, like, I don't know how safe you are, but... Cut it out. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I can go further into that, but she said, cut, cut you, that out. You know, my son. You know, <laughs> Mom said, cut it out. Uh, but after that, you know, because I was a wild kid and I was crazy, I started BMXing after that. And that was pretty intense, you know. It was different because on a bike, you're mounted. So when you're mounted on a bike, it's not easy to hop off and, you know, you make a big mistake. You have to figure out how you're going to hop off the bike. Nonetheless, how you're also going to um, um, dismount your body off of the pedals and everything without getting caught into a chain. And those times, we didn't ride BMX bikes with brakes. We only had pegs, and that was it. No, so, you know... Not even the back brakes? No, well, back brakes was your foot. Yeah. You had to literally take your foot and, and stop the back. Like, you had to push your foot in. Yeah, you say, yeah, time. that's not brakes, bro. That's suicide. That's your foot gone. Like, you know, no what way, you know, skating is different. You know, you can, you can. No, no, I said skidding. Like skidding, when you're skidding, what, you see, the, the thing is, like, the when you, yeah. See, when I was young, that was a thing. Now I'm 27, so we, I have brakes on my BMX bike. You know, I'm just being very real to you. I'm living in Toronto. We're not in LA. So the whole different, 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 different territory. Different in Toronto. They hit and run. I'll tell you that much. Um, okay, okay. But um, I started BMXing and I got injured doing that too. And yeah. Okay. That change up. Okay. Well, you guys know Philly is my guy. I know this guy since Siri. birth, obviously. Um, so he's going to be like my co-host when we're doing these podcasts for you guys. Um, but, I mean, what are, you, what are your hobbies, bro? What do, you, what do you do? I know you drum. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty sick, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it's very, like, me and my, well, it was actually my brother that time he had to play drums, too, so. But, um, we started, like, I started when I was, like, three years old, just, like, playing in church and all that. Oh, church. And oh, then, yeah, that makes sense. And then eventually, like, I was playing in, like, do all middle school bands, like, high school bands, and then, yeah, still fit, still fit for church right now, too, so. You still fit for church? Yeah. You still go to church? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Well, nice. not now, but, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take my notes, you say, yo. No, for the COVID. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Love it, love it. I love that. Other than that, um, I'm just focusing on my, my whole plumbing thing, you know? Okay. It's not, not really a hobby, but, like, I'm trying to take that more seriously. Just mm-hmm. to, like, get my license and all that. And Any success to that, though? Yeah. I don't really know what else to, like, there's nothing else. I'm not sure if I went talking about myself and my hobbies. I was about to just uh, ask you that question. Oh, really? We know it was LA Fitness before. Trey, I'm a hooper and baller. You already know yeah. I do that type of stuff. Um, he's one of those guys listen, you find out who them and he's like... You see, I was gonna go to NBA, but then yeah, like, no, I got injured. I'm actually good. I actually play. I actually play ball, bro. Don't don't do that. Okay, okay. Anyways, go ahead. Um, I play ball. Um, definitely big on social media. I try to be a comedian. Um, 
See, a lot, yeah. lot, of, lot of crazy yeah, skits, a lot of, you know, cool stuff. So follow me at a.gordon22. You can find my coolest stuff on there. Uh, you can see my story. I have a pretty decent, you know, feed and stuff like that, too. I can agree to that. You know what I mean? Entertaining. Um, Very entertaining. Philly, what's your, yeah. your IG name? Philly. Uh, Philly. O-U-U-P-H-I-L-L-Y. Mm-hmm. And you got choice? Um, so my Instagram, or we'll say my business page, because you're not going to see photos of me on there, okay. is Troy's, T-R-O-Y-S, underscore visuals 25. Um, so just to let you know, you're only going to see photos. That's it. Yep. Maybe a few visuals in the sto- in the story. You can see a little bit of my personal life, just to kind of you know give you a little insight of what's going on. But That's strictly yeah. the business page. Strictly the business. Okay. Strictly okay. the business page. Personal page. If you're worthy enough, I'll send it your way. Huh? Oh, well, okay, okay, cool. Well, I know you do a lot of stuff in the city, but like obviously mm-hmm. you can't do it by yourself. So do you have like a team kind of like that helps you like do different things? Yeah. Obviously, actually. you're like the photographer, but is you like a painter on the side or whatever it is? So, yes, painter, yes, we have Zoni, um, we have designer, fashion, um, everything in one, pretty much, is Paul Garcia, and we have, yeah, Zoni Libra, those two are my brothers, um, we've, you know, we've gone through a lot, we've been through a lot, we've experienced a lot, and we, we've come through a lot, and those two right there, I can say, when it comes down to an event, when it comes down to planning or any ideas or uplifting, they're always there, um, there's nothing but truth. There's nothing. It's a small circle I'm working with, so there's nothing I really have to deal with on a negative side, which is always the best part. But what makes it, you know, the best to work with these two is that they're all motivated. Yeah. They're motivated to succeed in life. They're, mo- they're motivated to, to get somewhere, you know. And when they have goals and they set something and they do say something, they do it, you know. And, and I think that's what keeps us strong. Now, we are all different. I think that's the best part about the team is yeah. the difference that we do have, the impact that we have on different people. Um... And shoot, you know it's 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 been a ble- and it's been a blessing to work with two of your own ethnicities. And when I say that, I say that with with utmost respect because working with with, with black people is not an easy thing. And I'm not saying yeah, that a negative true. thing. It's, it's true. I'm saying though. that in the sense of it's jealousy. Stubborn, like, yeah. You know, it's it, it is sad because I, it's we should all be able to work together. We should all be able to see it as a piece of a pie that we can gain, but at the same time, we don't have to hate and take out the person for it, but we can also learn their ways and craft it into our own ways so we can get that gain as well. And I feel that's what makes it hard for young black people to really trust working with other black people. Um, So I'm thankful that I have a team of two young and older black individuals that I work with, but also our doors are open to any international or multicultural person that is out there because... Without that, we wouldn't be who we are today. Right? No, I agree with that for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like even um with this whole thing happening, I was just chilling um in my room. And I like you know play some music sometimes, whatever. And I have friends who do like photography, such as you, and then music stuff like that too. But I never gave my friends a chance to kind of like give me good music. And like I was in my room and I put the speaker on, and the music that I was hearing that comes from RC alone is is crazy, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, how is it possible? Like. So much things happen here, but they don't even get that exposure. Only a few does, obviously, like, you know, Tory Lanez and Drake mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are so many talented painters, um, artists, make, they make music and stuff like that. Um, and they, they're still in that same spot. I, and I don't know why the case is that, like, we don't support these local artists. Uh-huh. But we support people who live abroad, right? So can you expand on that and why that happens? 
I think for Toronto, Toronto's young in the game. That's the problem with it, is that Toronto's very, very young in the game. Toronto has never had that recognition before. Toronto was just known to be Toronto. You know, I think the only thing you knew about Toronto in the States was Caravana. Now, <laughs> to be very honest with you, true, if yeah. you ever go Caravana, that's when all Americans would come over, and that's how they knew Toronto for. Um, and Torontonians itself, and to be very honest with you, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm very blunt, but a lot of men lied about where they were from. They would say they're from the States. They would say they're from America <laughs> and all that stuff, and then two minutes later, they live in Brampton. So... <laughs> 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 Brampton is a suburb for all you Americans. And it was slick enough for them to pull it off because <laughs> nobody really seen them. <laughs> it's a lot more easier. But to, but to be very honest, like that is really what it is. Is that when, and then when Toronto started getting its recognition, now it's like people wanted to be recognized. Nobody in Toronto in the beginning really cared about being recognized. All they cared about was their peers. They cared about supporting what was in Toronto. Now that Toronto has the face on the map, the world sees Toronto as. You know, it's the greatest city to go visit. But not only the music culture in Toronto has grown yeah. really, really, really big. Um, but it's really sad because there's been a lot of actors from Toronto that have been starring in big movies. And nobody knows that they're Canadian until yeah, the end credits. Netflix has literally 80% Canadian actors on there. And nobody even knows that. Um, so the support in this city is very lacking because everybody is trying to eat. But nobody is trying to do what they were doing before. Selfish. Support. So they can eat. People have forgot what that route was. Everybody is trying to pretend to be something that they're not, which is very sad because you have to be you. And I've noticed that a lot in Toronto. Like, you know, for me traveling in different places in the world, you know, we'll touch base on that down the road. But I've seen a lot of differences in how they support the locals compared to how we support our locals here. And I'm not going to speak on negative parts of Toronto to the full extent because there's a lot of positive sides. There's a lot of local artists that do support each other, but they don't stay in Toronto. They leave. Yeah, they leave. Sure. They leave. Because you want to know why? People are willing to invest more in them because they see something different than what they're used to on a regular basis. But remember, they already have a big support system, so they don't really care who they invest in outside of their county or their state or their country. It's just easier to make more money on something that's different. I think people forget, like, sometimes, obviously, doing your own is good, obviously, but sometimes having a, a group and working together will actually take you somewhere. It would. Work. Yeah, for sure. It would. It would. Yeah. And another thing Toronto lacks or, or is big and known for is the pretend to be on your team and then talk behind your back and then still come in front of your face. Back my team. Oh, my. I don't live by rules like <laughs> oh that. My. So... When it comes down to an industry and if you really dig somebody's work and their art and their craft, you don't have to lie about it because then that shows that you really don't support what the city has to offer. You know what it is though? It's, it's because they just want to be there like just in case. In case they blow up, they could still get they some. They could get some, yeah. And there it is. But I don't think you know everything backfires in life. So if you want to be that person to leech onto somebody, we just end up falling off eventually. Mm -hmm. So... You can leech on for a very long time, but eventually you're going to have to lose, you know, grip and you're going to fall. Um, and that's only if you're being false. But if you're being true, then there's a whole different outcome for you. And I think that's one thing that Toronto needs to understand is that you need to be real when it comes to your support and stop being so judgmental on the, on, on the first encounter. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody is still learning. And if you guys can come together like you guys were before Toronto had the recognition it has, I think we would probably be way past the states, way past other places. 
Um, and I think a lot more artists in the city would have more recognition when it comes to different art forms. Yeah, because, like, listen, even, like, a New York and L.A., like, all the big cities in America, like, their artists who are big mm-hmm. support mm-hmm. the lower artists so oh, they yeah. can get big, too. Oh, yeah. That's one of our problems, right? Yeah. So that's something that we figure out on that. We fix that situation. Oh, but yeah, um, we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Troy about where he's been and what he's going to do in the future. Italy, Spain, and France, um, yeah. and in the Caribbean, all over the Caribbean, except for Barbados. I haven't got to experience Barbados the way I wanted to. Um, but fixation, just the quality of life was different out there. It made you really want to, you know, come back to North America and say, What are we doing wrong? Why are people here stressed out every single day? And when people look at Italy, Spain, and France, they look at it and say, Oh, those guys, yeah, they have a good life, but they're struggling. But when you go over there, they're good. Even during this pandemic, despite what was going on in Italy, they were able to shut down their city and have everything paid for. And people are living good. There are people struggling how to make bread. My friend from Italy, Sarah, I messaged her to make sure she was okay and she was good. She lives in Germany now, but she was even telling me how Italians are doing all good. My friends in Korea, same thing. But this experience that I had in Italy, Spain, and France, like, it was different, man. You know, the, the, the architecture, the designs of things, it was different. You know, these guys had happy hours, so these, the workers at work were always happy, at least at least from the little shops. The bigger corporations like Zara, H&M, a bit different because they're catering to tourists, but their work hours weren't as crucial. Um, the work experience, I've heard, you know, from people who have visited in Toronto is not the best, but the quality of lifestyle when they're able to relax is a lot better. So I'm just speaking on, like I said, what I've experienced out there. I experienced more life than I experienced in Toronto. I experienced more interactions with people than I experienced in Toronto. Um, I can talk to people and they would have a good conversation. They smile, they laugh, they, you know, they're, they're willing to show you things. Toronto does offer that as well. And I will not say Toronto does not offer that because that's very low me speaking towards Toronto. But I've seen it more out there than I've seen it here. I feel like everybody says that though. Like for, mm-hmm. I feel like like anybody that, like wherever they come from, mm-hmm. they'll probably say the same thing about yeah each about their place. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because it's just like I that's, guess because you're outsiders too, you know. Yeah. It's like you're not really from there. It's like when they see you, it's like it's something different. And that's why I say, you know, based off of my views on traveling, you know, I guess every other place you live in, people are gonna be tired of their own stuff. It's, it's, it's just a given it's fact. Place, it's so. just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just of nature, to be very honest. But I guess the lifestyle was just a bit different. You know, I guess based on my experience living here, it's like when I go over there, I'm like, I would rather have this because this alone keeps me in tune with, with what's going on in, like, not in the world, but going on around me. Like, I can go out and have fun with my friends instead of being on my phone 24 7. You know, I can go out and play football. Like, there's things to do. There's activities to do. And on top of that, just the scenery alone was just breathtaking. Um, now, I will say this, though, to back that up. 
a lot of people do come to this country and they say the same thing about their country, but half of the time, they end up going back home. You want to know why? Because they kind of see what North America is really like. And it's toxic. It's tiring. They work too hard. You know, it's hard to get a job in the city. You don't too. know. They, like, you don't know. it's nice in Toronto. It's nice in the States. But you have... One thing that I think people like about Toronto the most is the diversity. I think that's what it is. Because they have different ethnicities to encounter in the city. They learn so much. But I think the one part about Toronto people just realize that they don't like is the fact that they work so much, so much for so little. You go to Europe and it's true. Like you go to Europe and you work up in Italy, even the pizza shops. Like we went to uh, my me and my uh, so we went there. So we went to Italy. We stayed in Italy a bit longer than we than we expected to, um, just because of how good it was. Mm. But even in Spain, like Spain, every corner you turn there was Wi-Fi. Every corner there was Wi-Fi on the bus, subway, everywhere. Everywhere was was loaded with you know the cultural dance. I'm not too. Sh- I don't know if it's bachata or if it's uh, merengue. I'm not too sure what. Um, but yeah, we'll search it up. Much sure Barcelona, Barcelona signature dances, but people there, calm, relaxed, chill. But when I say that Italy alone, like it, it captured my soul. France did too as well. It captured like my nightlife soul. Nightlife or like um, nightlife was actually really good. It was really good. And France as well. I will say this much: I was in southern France. I wasn't in Paris. Now, I can't recall where in France I was, but if anybody who is from France, you probably would know where the bridge, there was a bridge that was blown up, I believe, in World War II that separated a certain part of one part of France to the other side, and there's a bunch of castles. That's all I remember. Anybody who's listened to this podcast who's been to France can correct me and let me know that this is the place so I can remember for the future. Um, because honestly, I was I was amazed at what I've seen out there, to be very honest. To be very honest. Um, but nightlife. Man, you have more fun out there than you have out here. I'll tell you that much. Bro, New York sucks, bro. You pay 20 bucks for what reason? You pay 20 bucks to stand up. And drink your rum and coke. That was like 15 bucks. And here's the thing about <laughs> rum and coke. You get, <laughs> you get rum and coke, you're going to spend about 40 bucks. You get just rum by itself, you might just spend $20 there and have is. a good night. There is. So. <laughs> will I say Europe's nightlife is better than oh, Canada? Yeah. Um, but for my views on LA and Toronto... Um, there's a lot of differences we can all agree on is that well one LA has uh, a culture that they built up from we'll say 1970s probably the 1980s at most Um, and that build up is based off of what they had to go through based off of you know the police and black people so when it comes down to the support system they tend to support a bit more just because of what they had to go through and they had no choice but to support because at that time, brothers and sisters were going down, you know, and they had to fight back for freedom and, you know, fight back through lyrics and words and art. And we're talking about New York as well, graffiti, you know, hip-hop culture grew up in New York as well. But the difference between L.A. and Toronto is that Toronto really hasn't had that revolutional, no you know, identity. yeah, the identity really doesn't exist here but we do have identity at the end of the day to have a lot of artists that are inspired by artists outside of Canada if you ask most of the artists here they are inspired by graffiti artists outside of Canada skaters outside of Canada photographers outside of Canada and then now we're starting to get artists and photographers that are inspired by photographers who are in Canada Um, but when it comes down to the support part of it it kind of lacks because you know 
we don't really stay true to the support system. You know, it's like we use it temporarily and then we bounce off. And I'm not going to say that the States does not have the same issue. You know, L.A. does not have the same issue. New York does not have the same issue. Everywhere in the world has their issues like that. But, you know, you find that it's more real over there than it is over here. And they tell you like it is, actually, because, you know, like anywhere in the world, you come to Toronto, people in Toronto will finally tell you that, yo, it's not even worth it doing it here. But in L.A., like, they will walk you through it. How how long were you you there for, though? So when we're talking about, okay, so if we're living-wise, we'll say about a year max. Um, visitations was every single year. Every year I used to go to LA and I stopped for a bit, just traveling other places like Italy, Spain, France, and etc. Um, but when I lived there for a year, I was doing more like you know I wasn't really on the visual side of things. Visuals were really in my head, but I also was more of just the free spirit of it. Like you know when you went there and you seen the sunrise and sunset, bro, it's a different, it's line, a bro. whole different it's vibe. Crazy, it's in, it's insane, and you get creative thoughts. Yeah. A lot of creative thoughts. You get ideas. You get dreams. You start putting dreams to life. Um, but I did a lot more extreme sports. You know, as before, earlier you guys were asked. I mean, well, I was asked questions in regards to anything that I've done crazy. And ideally speaking, has been longboarding, skateboarding, and BMXing, mountain biking as well. So when I was in LA, I was just more focused on just, you know, just I like the adrenaline and stuff. And then when I came back to Toronto. Um, on the verge of losing my grandfather, I had to find a source to distract me. Um, I was going crazy for a year. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to, you know, put myself at peace. And one thing that I remembered is when me and my grandfather were young, or when I was young, my grandfather was pretty much my father. He traveled, made me travel with him. We took photos everywhere we went. So that's one thing I told myself is I got to go back to LA and take the visuals that I had in my head, especially when I was traveling with him and I was there with him and we were other places. And then eventually, you know, I started hearing about what was happening to my brothers and sisters inside the States in regards to the law enforcement and also individuals who have a backlash against our culture. I wanted to go there and get more insight. And I found that the support there because of the message that I was trying to bring about in the world was nothing but love because they actually wanted to, you know, get their voices heard on top of that. They also just wanted to support what I was doing because one, I was black and two, you know, I, yeah, I had a vision. Bro, at LA, bro, like, for me, Philly, we're lucky enough to, to go before it so happened. In general, you went mm-hmm. to LA for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the vibe was different, bro. Like, that's... I can see why artists and everybody goes to LA because, bro, this is mm-hmm. a different vibe. There's stuff you could do. Yes, um, I just feel Toronto with the whole comparison to Toronto and LA thing. Like, it's not. It's not it's comparable. A, it's a different tier, man. Like, LA mm-hmm. is everyone's great. Mm-hmm. When I was there for a couple days, I felt like I was mm-hmm. like a king because like it was you know, pretty nice. Yo, that's so the shocker, sunny. eh? That's yeah. the shocker yeah, in the we're states. Part of America, where like that's how nice California, they are. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It's the shocker for most people when they go to LA. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, how nice they are. It's hot though. It gets like mm-hmm. super. Get a good morning every day, bro. Yeah. I was surprised. <laughs> I, yo, and the reason why I was surprised is because, like, like I said, I've traveled. Like in Florida, you don't get that as much. Like I said, every state has a different feel. Um, but I will say Americans tend to be more friendlier. Yes, they are friendly. Don't get it wrong, yo. Americans are friendly. You just they're just more real. <laughs> that's just what it really is. Like, but you know, it is what it is, and that's just the way the world works. But yo, trust me when I say that. In the states, like their support system is, is beyond 
insane. But, you know, you also want to go there on your P's and Q's because anywhere in the world you want to make sure, you know, you, you'll get the instinct, man. You've lived long enough to travel. I'm pretty sure you're here to get more insight. But when you're traveling, you always want to, you know, go with your gut instinct and be smart. Do what you're doing back home. You know, know who to hang around with, when to hang around with, who to bring to your hotel or not to your temporary place. You know, you just don't give out addresses. Don't really try to go clubbing and try to show off and show your face. Just go there for what you initially went there for. If it's for art, you go searching for that. And if you see a wrong alley, just turn back. You know what I mean? Because America is a playground. You know, you got to know what you got to do. You can't just jump into the field and just say you're free, bro. You can end up in the wrong ditch and can't get back out. How do you feel, like, when you went to LA? Like, what was, like... Obviously, you see on TV all the time, but when you're actually there, how did it feel compared to, like, actually seeing it? Um, I felt like I was in GTA San Andreas. Yeah, everybody will relate. (laughs) Everybody can relate. (laughs) Everybody can relate, bro. Yo, anyway. Oh, yo. Yo, that was crazy. We saw, saw, um... Bunch of police cars. Oh, so let me tell you the story <laughs> to that. So that same day when these, so I was watching their Instagram, and me and Zoni were watching a police chase in LA. On uh, yo, we were watching it. <laughs> Bro, it's everything. And I remember I told these guys first thing first. I told them when when they go to the stage, just be very careful. These guys got stopped at the border and questioned and all, all that, that stuff, all that. and that was insane. But when they were in LA, and well, first they got stopped again after they got through the border. They got pulled over again. <laughs> but and then when they ended up in Los Angeles, like literally, what was interesting was I was watching a police chase on TV, and me and Zoni were watching, and we were just laughing. I go on these guys' feed, and the same police chase I was watching was happening in their Yo, feed. Yo, we were in it. I was shaking. Uh-huh. I was scared as hell, bro. I'm pretty sure you... But yeah. I saw the cops. There you go. You got it. Bro, I saw cops. We saw everything, though. Like, we saw a SWAT. The whole... Yeah, they had the microphones and all that. And we're in the car just like... You guys gotta face a Hollywood, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a scene. I'm thinking like this little Hollywood scare. Nah, bro, this guy was involved. Believe it or not, and most LA people can agree with me. If you are tuning into this podcast and you you know I'm right, you guys are the capital of police chases. In those three days, I felt like I got the taste of LA. Yo, it wasn't it was the nice. full. I, I get to go to like San San Fran and the rest of the places. You like, see. I warned Ains and I told him to go. No, no, we're in more places. He didn't listen. Went there for what? Four days? Three days? It was like three days. That's not enough. Yeah, so it wasn't enough. But I I don't know. I actually, the Hollywood sign was was kind of crazy. Um, Very basic. The food, the street that we're on. So yo, yo, question. In and out, Jack in the Box, Shake and Shack. I think that's. Oh, you haven't even had that. Oh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Rude. Oh, is that the one where you have to wear gloves? gloves? Yeah, that, that's hard. Shake Shack? Right. Which one do you guys go to? You guys go to the one in, like, near... I forget what part of LA it is. Oh, it was like, like, yo, yo, okay, I know which one you guys went to. Yo. yo, hold on. Was it in a mall that was, like, open? Yeah, open mall. Yeah. Open mall? And just, like, yo, God, the, the mall is hard. It's it's like, on the yep, side. okay, yeah, okay, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, bro. I went there, too, bro. That there was popping. That's popping. That food, though? But I don't know. I'm going to say Jack in the Box still. in and out was good, but maybe went there when it was very, like, touristy, but... Back in the days, in and out was popping. Mm. I won't front. Like, when I was living there, in and out was popping. Now, it's like, it's hit or miss. We were in the in and out and he was serving us, making sure we were good. And he said, yo, where are you guys from? I said, well, we're from Toronto. 
And um, he's like, what do you guys drink over there? I said, yo, in Toronto, we have a drink called Soda Float. He's like, Soda Float? What is that? I'm like, yo, we put pop inside, like, the milkshake, and, like, you stir it around and drink it. My man said, yo, this is kind of off the books. We don't do that in America. We do other things. I'm like, yeah, don't worry. I know what you guys do. <laughs> the man went and made me a Soda Float and brought it to me off the books. And I was like, you know what, homie? You're getting a good, good turnout from me. Um, but that was almost every customer service in the States, which I can say. Yeah. Okay. I can say it was pretty dope. All right. Well, guys... We're gonna go to one last break and we'll wrap this up with Troy visuals. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back travelers from my last break. We discussed Troy's um, love for LA. Um, now we're gonna close it off right now, but um, I wanna thank Troy for stopping by. Seriously. Sure, and uh, giving us a More than welcome. Of course, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anything that's more than welcome. Any you know future things can happen in a couple months after this whole thing is done. Uh, what's the first place you're gonna go? I'm going to Monaco. Okay. Um, it's France. I'm going there for the Formula One. As you may know, my another hobby of mine is Formula One. I'm a big fan of cars. I love cars. Um, I'm gonna go there and. Look for a future, in a sense, you know, just kick backs, enjoy, you know, the architecture, just check out the scenery. To be very honest, that's, like, my end retirement goal, is to at least have a place in Monaco. And if anybody doesn't know what Monaco looks like, look it up. <laughs> if you're not surprised about a black guy like in Formula One, yes, Lewis Hamilton all the way, but Daniel Rodriguez still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so thank you for everything that we've done today for us. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, More than welcome. Shout out guys. to Philly for stopping by again. Yeah, He'll man. be here once in a while, um, but I'll be here all the time. You know, and I don't say much. Yes, sir. I don't matter no. <laughs> hey, you know. So follow Troy at Troy at was it Troy? So T Troy. So T R O Y S um, underscore Visuals twenty five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you'll catch me on there. You'll see some new visuals. A lot of the visuals now we're gonna be. Don't worry, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. Just, just check it out. Just check it out. Um, lastly, um, quick shout out to CC fifteen on Instagram for following our page. We do appreciate it, and we are thankful that you are watching. Well, not watching, but listening to this podcast. Um, but on that note, um, everybody, stay inside. It is hell out there. I know even though the government's saying, um, you know, you can go back outside now, it's still not safe, though, right? Go for it. No, no but that's it. right. It's wear your them. mask. Wear your goddamn mask. Then why you're dead. Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, though, but keep your distance and keep be respectful to others. Sure. There are for people sure. out there who are elderly and young and older, so it could be your grandparents. There it is. But on that, on that note, thank you guys for tuning in. We are all out. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Easy. Love from Toronto.